Hey, hey, welcome to the Flow and Flourish podcast. I am your host, the Capacity Coach, Nicole Roan, and I am so glad that you're here. This is the safe space where we talk openly and honestly about all the things that can come up as we try to juggle our competing priorities, manage self-care, work in our businesses and or in the corporate space and intentionally work on managing our capacity so that we can show up in excellence in every single room that we walk in, aka be able to flow and flourish, hence the name of the podcast. We believe that when you flow effortlessly, you flourish tremendously. And this podcast is dedicated to giving you the tips, tools, resources, all those things that you need to be able to do just that. Now, if this is your very first time here, then welcome to the sister friend tribe of like-hearted, like-minded women who are on a journey similar to yours. We are all here to get our capacity together, okay? In order to do that, we use five different areas of flow to help you be able to manage it all. So create that work-life balance that's going to be ideal for your specific situation and ultimately just walk the talk. Now, more information on those five areas of flow can be found at the very beginning of this podcast. So episodes one through five, I believe. So make sure that you tap into those so that we are all working from the same foundation as we collectively increase our capacity for sustainable success. If you've been here before, then welcome back, sister friend. I'm so glad that you choose to tune in and spend your time and energy with me. You already know that I do this for you because when one of us wins, we all win. Now, before we get into the episode today, I do have to let you know that This episode is being brought to you by the Capacity Calculator. Yes, the Capacity Calculator is a free tool that allows you to really check in on what really is on your plate and what are you making a priority in your personal or professional life. If you've never taken it before, then I invite you to go ahead and take it today. And even if you have taken it before, take it again because our capacity shifts based on the season that we're in. All of the details can be found on my website or right here in the show notes. So make sure you take advantage of this absolutely free capacity calculator tool that I created for all of us to be able to flow and flourish. All right, let's get into this episode. Hey, 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 welcome to Women's History Month 2022. Now, I don't know about you, but I get excited every year at this time because it's literally an entire month that's dedicated to how we as women have contributed to history in significant ways. And for me, it's also an opportunity to really celebrate and brag on the people that are in my circle that have influenced me, that have really shaped the woman that I have become and I'm continuing to become. So throughout this month, you are going to hear so many amazing podcasts from women that I believe are making history all over the place. For today, though, to really kick us off, I want to talk about how important it is as history makers, trailblazers, the first, the strong ones, all of those different titles and things that we carry, how important it is for us to really be able to celebrate our journey. And I'm going to give you three steps that will really help you to do that. 
Before I dive all the way in though, I just wanna talk for a second about why I do this series in particular. This is the second year that I've done this. I am a history maker thing. And next year you can absolutely look for an in-person event where we are celebrating all the women around us. But for now, I just wanna go back and tell you why I actually started this. The main reason is because I see so many women like me who are running around doing all of the things, knocking out goals, achieving great things, both personally and professionally, yet we don't take a moment, let alone a nanosecond, to celebrate ourselves, to acknowledge all the things that we're doing and how that is literally shaping and reshaping history, not just for our lifetime, but also for those who are standing next to us, who are coming behind us, you know, our children, our grandchildren, generations to come. The work and the things that we're doing today is gonna directly benefit those that are currently attached to us and who will be attached to us in the future. So this whole podcast series is to force us to sit down and acknowledge that we are history makers that we are trailblazers, that we are women of influence and impact, and to celebrate that. Okay, so with that, as I was preparing for this episode, of course, y'all know I did a little bit of research, and the theme for this year's Women's History Month is celebrating healing and hope. And if there's anything that I know a little bit about, it's about both healing and hope. And so today, I want to focus on helping us to really celebrate our journeys, specifically in the healing process, right? Because healing is going to look different for everybody. I don't know what you're healing from. You may not know what I'm healing from. But what I do know is that it's a process and it's a journey. And because it's a journey, that means that it's going to be this continuing process, right? So what I'm about to share are what I consider the keys necessary to celebrate your journey, whatever that may look like for you. And if you've listened to this podcast before or seen me speak or any of those different things, you know that I have these keys that are used to manage your capacity. And those are through awareness, alignment, and action. So similarly, in order for us to really celebrate this journey, we have to be able to do three things. And that is to understand how acknowledging, accepting, and adapting impacts our ability to do that. So let's just start with acknowledging. Now, I mentioned a little bit earlier that each and every one of us are on our own unique journeys. Now, they might be similar. Some might even feel identical. But we have to remember that our journey is our journey, and it's going to look different from everybody else's. So as we work on this first step or key to really being able to celebrate our journey, it's to acknowledge, number one, that my journey is going to look different from yours. I know that there's some kind of saying that's like, comparison is the thief of joy or something like that. So in this moment, I want you to really acknowledge that wherever you're at in your journey, stop comparing yourself to somebody else's because you don't know what their journey has been like. And the sooner that you're able to do that, the more you're able to really sit back, reflect, and celebrate just how far you've come. So use me, for example. There are like 15 different journeys that I'm on right now, especially when I think about healing. I'm on a journey of recovery from struggling with my mental health. 
I'm healing from being in toxic work environments, and that's a journey in and of itself. I'm on this journey of entrepreneurship. I'm healing from shame, regret, perfectionism, and I'm also on this never-ending journey of loving myself unconditionally and giving myself grace, the same grace that I extend to everybody else around me. At the same time, I'm also healing from unhealthy or toxic relationships and having to release those in order to become the person that God has called me to be. I'm healing from mom guilt that still pops up and in real time popped up over the weekend as I was celebrating some time by myself. The point is, any or all of those journeys require you to be able to focus on you, not what your sister's doing, not what your best friend is doing, not what you know your sister friends are doing. Because if you're looking at what they're doing and comparing your journey to that journey of theirs, chances are you're going to feel some kind of way. So focus on you. Focus on your journey. And while you're acknowledging, this is also going to allow you to number two, to really focus on just how far you've come. Man, when I think back six months ago to where I was, a year ago to where I was, even three years ago, this journey has been full of ups and downs similar to that of a roller coaster. But what helps me be able to celebrate all of that is acknowledging just how far I've come. And that's for both my personal and professional life. You've heard me say a billion times that I looked really good on paper, right? On the outside, but inside was a hot mess express. And on the days where I feel like, you know what? I don't have it all together. I'm at max capacity. I can't do this anymore. Acknowledging how far I've come gives me that oomph, motivation, and resilience to keep going. So I'm gonna leave that there acknowledge how far you've come and that your journey is going to look different. Key number two, accept. Acceptance is a hard thing. And let me give you the definition of what it really means to accept. In human psychology specifically, acceptance refers to a person's ability to agree to the reality of a situation and recognize essentially that it is what it is. Yes, I added my own little spin on that, but in a nutshell, that's what acceptance is. It's the phrase we hear all the time. It is what it is. Knowing that is half the battle. I look at it like this. You can spend your time energy, resources, aka capacity, in denial about the way things are. Or you can accept it and decide to do something about it if you are not happy with the way that things are. And so acceptance is absolutely necessary in order for you to be able to celebrate your journey. It's like you don't know where you're going if you don't know where you came from. And I know that's vague, but that's the first thing that dropped in my spirit. How are you going to appreciate where you're going if you don't appreciate how far you've come? And a lot of this ties back to our heart flow, right? Really being open and honest about what's going on in our hearts, what's going on in our heads, and accepting a situation for what it is. For me, that was accepting my marriage was in shambles and bring it to present day. It was me accepting that I couldn't fit into that dress that I fit 10 years ago for this upcoming renewal. 
and my good girlfriend, sister friend, Miss Evelyn, had to get me all the way together and say, listen, acceptance doesn't mean that you're okay with the situation at hand. It means you're acknowledging that it is what it is. And once you accept that, you can decide to do something different. So guess who had to go out and get a new dress for this renewal? This girl right here. But the accepting part gave me so much freedom, y'all. It gave me peace. And it's allowed me to really put a plan together to get where I want to be weight-wise, body-wise, all of those different things. So accepting where I'm at today has given me the capacity to put things in place and motivate me to get to where I want to be. So let me ask you, what is it that you need to accept about your current journey? What do you need to come to terms with and say, hey, it is what it is? Is it a relationship that's gone south? Or is it a job or career that you're in that no longer fits who you're becoming or who you are? Is it the fact that you struggle with time management? Like, what is it right now that you need to come to terms with and accept on your journey so that you can get to a place where you are healing and are restoring hope? And let me say this before I move to the last key. Acceptance is the key that unlocks the door to action. Until you accept whatever it is that you need to accept, you're going to be stuck. You're going to go in circles. You're going to be overwhelmed and take up all of your mental capacity. Because let me tell you something. When I refused to accept I'd outgrown certain relationships or that I could no longer fit into this box at work or that things just seemed off and I wasn't fulfilled or that I wasn't managing my money in the right way. Until I accepted those things, there was this constant swirl happening inside of my brain trying to make excuses for why things were the way that they were rather than accepting them. So more than anything, I encourage you as you continue your journey to accept the parts that even don't feel good, that make your chest hurt, that make you uncomfortable. Because once you accept them, you can do something about it. Okay? All right, so this last and final key is to adapt. Please know that all three of these things, the keys, the steps that I'm talking about are not things that I pulled out of thin air. They're literally the keys that I've used to help me manage my capacity, to help me help my clients, to help me through every single rough situation that I've had. And it's the process that I've used to rinse and repeat to really build that capacity, build the resilience to help me learn how to celebrate myself and celebrate others. So I just need you to know that before we move forward and talk about adapting. Now, what I do want to do is really give you another definition of what it means to adapt. And according to the Oxford Dictionary, to adapt means to change or the process of change by which someone becomes better suited to their environment. So I'm going to say that again. It's the process of change by which someone becomes better suited to their environment. I don't have to tell you this. We are living in a constant state of change, right? From the pandemic to managing our personal and professional lives, like everything is constantly changing. And so your journey to then is one that's going to change. Your healing process is one that's going to change as well. I did an episode, mm, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a couple of months ago, where I talked about giving yourself permission. And this is where the rubber meets the road on that. 
as you sit back and acknowledge your journey, as you accept where you're at, give yourself permission to adapt whatever it is that you need to adapt to fit where you are today. This also goes back to heart flow, right? Understanding what are your values? What do you need today? Not what you needed yesterday, not what you needed six months ago. In order for you to continue on the journey that you're on and celebrate that journey, what do you need to adapt? What needs to shift in your environment? Whether that's mentally, emotionally, physically, financially, you got to take the time and figure out what needs to adapt and give yourself permission to do that. For me in this season, that has looked like and will continue to look like me managing my capacity in an unapologetic way. So when I need to pause because I'm overwhelmed with grief as it pops up or the challenges of being a mom and a wife and this whole 10-year renewal that I keep mentioning, running a business, being an entrepreneur, you know, needing to reshift, refocus, and realign, I'm going to continue to adapt so I can have a sustainable journey right? And so I want to encourage you to identify what things, people, places, situations need to be adapted to fit your current environment as you're on this journey or the variety of journeys if you're anything like me. Give yourself permission to adapt those things. And let me say this too. This is also where recognizing and understanding your own capacity comes into play. Like what's taking up your capacity mentally, emotionally, financially, and what needs to shift? What do you need to adapt? And oftentimes it's just that first step of identifying what it is and then giving ourselves permission to shift or change things that we wouldn't normally change. And I'll keep using me as a primary example. The major thing that I had to give myself permission to adapt for my own mental, emotional, physical health, as well as the calling that God has on my life was to walk away from that job, that career that I loved so much. That's not normal. For me, it wasn't. And some days, let me be honest, I said it on a podcast that I was on a couple of weeks ago. You know, some days I'm like, you know what, maybe I need to just go on back out here and go back to corporate because the way my capacity set up, like, yeah, It's doing things out of the ordinary that you wouldn't normally do, but that's part of the journey. And that's the beauty of the journey. You get to decide what needs to be adapted to fit my circumstances. And that's where making yourself the priority comes into play. And I'm not saying make yourself a priority before God or anything like that, but at least put yourself on that list, right? And as you celebrate your journey, in this season. Think about how you've been able to do just that. How have you made yourself a priority? How have you put yourself on your own to-do list? That's progress because two years ago, I was nowhere on that list, nowhere to be found. And that's progress and I'm gonna celebrate it. And so I want you to do the same thing. Now I've said all of that to say this, being a history maker is not easy. Being a trailblazer is not easy. And can I be honest? Sometimes it's not fun. The end result is fun, right? When you get to see how many people you have impacted, transformed, motivated, and literally changed their lives. 
But the process, the journey, child, it's ugly. But there are beautiful parts that are interwoven in between that, which is why I am asking you to celebrate your journey. Celebrate what you've healed. Celebrate the hope that's been restored in your life because of the journey that you're on. Take a minute and do that. Because as you do that, you're going to teach the people around you how to do the same thing. And let's be honest, that's really what this is about. I tell you all the time, I don't do this podcast for me. Has it become my baby? Absolutely. But it's because I know that it's making a difference in you guys' lives. I know that it's making an impact. I know that you're recognizing you're not the only one who struggles with the things you struggle with. And so as you learn how to celebrate your journey, you're teaching everybody else that it's okay to do the same thing. You're giving everybody else who's watching you permission to do that, okay? Now listen, for the rest of this month, I know you better tune in because there are some dynamic women who I'm gonna have on the show. I'm gonna have two episodes per week for this entire month to really highlight so many of the amazing women who have not only had an impact on my life, but are changing other women's lives around the world and literally making history. So if you are not subscribed, I'm gonna need you to go ahead and do that ASAP. I also need for you, if you are either new here or you are a continuous OG listener, I need you to make sure that you are rating and reviewing this podcast because it cannot continue to be the world's best kept secret. Everybody I know needs some help managing their capacity and really utilizing and getting their hands on the tools, tips, and resources that are shared here. So make sure that you are, again, rating, reviewing, and sharing this with other women who you know need to hear it. But as we get ready for next week, let me just tell you, I have the confidence doula in the building. She is going to help us get our confidence together with her different confidence mantra. So I need you to make sure that you tune back in here. And the following week, I'm not even going to tell y'all. Y'all just need to tune in. It's going to be amazing. So help me to celebrate Women's History Month just like you did last year. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Until next week, thank you for continuing to allow me to pour into you to be your capacity coach. I pray that your week is off to a beautiful start. I thank you for spending your time, energy, and day with me. And so with that, I look forward to continuing to help you create balance between your personal and professional life by managing your capacity in a way where you don't have to sacrifice yourself, your family, and what matters most to you. I will see you next week. 